Wow, that's quite a welcome there. Um, I know I prayed for my anxiety before that, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, you just kind of put me there. Okay, so thank you for having me this morning, and I am super excited for all that um, God has led up for this in prayer. Um, I spent a lot of time in prayer for this service and the people here and the people watching online this week, and it's been an honor to go through and hear, you know, what he has to say in that. So I'm going to start out reading scripture, and I know when I came on, um, it was, do you have a title for this? And so I prayed for it, and it was getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And then on Thursday, I got the set list, and uh, Beautiful Lord played. And when I was listening to that, it was um, freedom and what that looks like. And so it's going to be intertwining that. I have multiple sections of scripture, and I'm going to read it at first, so then we can just let Jesus come out and see what he has to say and put it together, and I'm not fumbling as we go through. Because there were three sections the first day um, when Dallas reached out to me, and um, I believe they're relevant for um, today in this service, and, and I want to go back to those. I kept trying to narrow it down and just felt my spirit. God was like, nope, these are the ones I want you to, I want you to go from. So we're going to go through those, and then we'll see what you know, Holy Spirit has to say in this. So we're going to start out with Ephesians, and it's Ephesians 3:14 through 20, a prayer for spirit, spiritual power. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with your power in your inner being through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever, amen. And with that, he also gave me uh, Revelation 3.20, see I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. And one more section. This is Luke 9 and 10. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. Now, when I sat with this, it seemed, you know, kind of jumbled in there. Um, How does this all connect, and what does this look like? And it's a beautiful, beautiful prayer that he's giving us. And and how does it tie in with getting uncomfortable with being, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable? Well, I think the, the thing that he keeps bringing up for me is when you start in Ephesians, the I kneel before the Father. And we all get the premise of we're kneeling, we're physically kneeling, we're getting down on our knees. And when I sat with that, I'm like, okay, well, that's something, but there's something deeper. So then I went farther in, and it was the strengthened with the power in your inner being through the Spirit. And I was like, what are you saying with that, Lord? And it was the position of our hearts that he's trying to get to. And when we come to him, are we physically kneeling with our body, but we're not actually 
opening the doors as the other scriptures go? Are we letting him into the spaces that he needs to come to fully enrich us so we can grow in all that he has for us? And it's what is the position of our hearts? And that really stood out to me because I think of the times when I'm sitting there and I get distracted and, um, and I feel like I'm, I'm praying and I'm, I'm doing the things and I'm being present, but it's all just in my mind. You know, it's up here, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm not really connecting, I'm not allowing him I'm in the space fully to come in and, and speak love into my heart in that way. And it's that position of just kneeling our hearts, which sounds kind of weird. It sounds kind of weird, but there's an intimacy and a vulnerability in that. And that's what the Lord is looking for in us. He is looking for us to come to him vulnerable in those intimate spaces, to really open up and give him all that we have inside of us. Are we coming to him with clenched fists? holding everything so tight because we have shame, we have guilt. There's, there's no way that the Lord really can release me from everything that's inside of me. And we're hunkered in, we're tightened in, and, and we're just holding everything in. And we think we're telling him. And, and, and it's going through our mind, and we're like, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it to the Lord, I'm giving it to the Lord. But then there's just that knocking sound. Now, he, he, he's not knocking for us, but Holy Spirit is giving us that knock in our mind of like, hey, there's something more here. There's something more here. And, and it's up to us to open that position and to sit with that and surrender that open space and say, Lord, what is this? So many times I think about, um, like this past year and a half we've been through and everybody's so focused on the awfulness of, of everything. And we kind of miss, like, what, what lens have we looked through for this past year and a half? And are we ready to move forward and go, okay, we've, had, we've also had a huge blessing in this if we choose to look through that lens. And where has God called us to strip away? And where were those brutal, hard times that it didn't seem like we got? And what is going on, Lord? What is going on? And questioning. But I know that in the position, if you were able to get to that space, and if you haven't, getting there now, going, Lord, show me everything that you've delivered me from. Show me everything that you've taken away from me in this season that wasn't of you, that the world told me or I told myself, the lies that have been surrounded, you know, around me and what that looks like. And what do you want me to go further in you? And it's that deepness because he's not calling us just to come sit on Sundays and, and do the good church Thing. He's calling us deeper and deeper and deeper, and I can feel that so in my soul that there's just a deepness for all of us, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter our age, it doesn't matter um, where we've been or what we've done. I mean, Paul is writing this, and he's in prison, and, and he's giving us the prayer for spiritual power. The prayer for spiritual power came from a prison cell, 
And, and I can tell you, I have been blessed. I've been blessed to be able to mentor in the county jail and at the women's prison. And the way when everything is stripped away, when everything literally is just so stripped away that there's nothing else, when those women have allowed themselves to hear God in a new way, because at that moment they're so vulnerable and, and their shame feels like it's wide open because you know, they think the, the worst decision they've made or the thing that they've done the most has been um, you know, laid out barren. So when they get the opportunity to sit with those of us that are able to share the Lord with them, some of them really go for it. And it's because they've opened that space inside of them to let the Lord in. And I can tell you, I actually have seen more freedom sitting in the prison with a beautiful woman and seeing the light of the Lord coming out of her when everything in the world would tell you that she probably shouldn't feel that way. Because there's no freedom there. Except what are we drawing our freedom from? Because I can tell you, there was more freedom in those moments than I've experienced sitting in a church. There was more freedom in the raw beauty of unclenching the fists, kneeling, kneeling in the hearts, saying, Lord, I'm yours. I just surrender. There is more for me and I want to believe it. I want this, I want this to grow. And not just feelings, because sometimes we get messed up in our heads with our feelings. Sometimes our feelings can, you know, take us off whack. It's good to have our feelings, but what's more important than our feelings is knowing that the word of God is true. Regardless of what our feelings are, regardless of what the world is telling us, if we stand in his truth, that song goes on, you know, on the darkness and the mercy and his grace and all of that. And I think one of the ways that we... Um, kind of get stumbling blocks. I know for me, I did for the longest time. It was, you know, God will, won't give you more than you can handle. <sighs> okay, that, that meme needs to go away. That, that phrase needs to go away. Because it's in those moments that we have to surrender and open our hearts and kneel and unclench our fists and say, Lord, that's right, I can't handle this. I can't do this. But it's also the lens. Are we walking through our lives in our own personal prison inside of us, not fully feeling the freedom of what he has to offer for us? Are we feeling that peace that passes understanding? Like, are we actually living in the joy, in the darkness, in the hardness, when it feels like the world is coming at us and there's no way, Lord, there's no way. Now there's a season for that brokenness. There's a season for that surrender and that humility and that, but he's, he's dredging up inside of you that surrender. And there's a beauty when you, when you fall on your face, when you open those doors in your heart, when you unlock those spaces and you say, Lord, I can't. I can't, I can't, can't do this. I can't do this without you. But there's also a depth to that I can't, Lord. There is a depth in there that I think a lot of times we try and protect ourselves. I don't know why we try and protect ourselves from letting God in those spaces. He already knows. He, he knows what's in our heart. He knows what we're not giving him. But he also loves us enough to have the grace and walk alongside us 
He's also grieving with us when we're grieving and we're not giving him those things. I mean, I just, I just picture Jesus and, you know, and sometimes I think people think Jesus is way out in front of us and it's this path. And we're seeing him way off in the distance and we're struggling. You know, maybe we're bare knuckle crawling it towards the end and we're, and, and we're trying to get there and we see this out in front of us. But if we really open up that space in our heart, if we, if we get to that kneeling position, if we get to that strengthened with power in our inner being through the spirit, we realize Jesus is right here. Like he's, he's looking at us going, hey, why are you looking out here? I'm, I'm right here. I'm gonna lift you up, I'm gonna stand. So then there comes this, this, this time in our lives where, man, the world is brutal sometimes, and it cycles, but are we gonna live in that space? Does he really want us to always live in that broken space? And Lord, I can't, I can't do this, I can't move, I'm frozen. I don't know how to do that. Well, yeah, he still wants all that from us. He wants that, except now he wants us to stand up in that. He wants us to lean each other in, in, in on each other with that. That's, that's why we have community. And it, it's one of those, are we, are we communicating with God? Are we communicating with Jesus and letting Holy Spirit in? Or are we connecting? And there's a difference between communicating and connecting. There's an intimacy. There's a vulnerability. There's just something different in that space. A lot of times I have the conversations of even if, and the big things in life, and the things you just don't think you can get through, that you've gotta go there. Play it all the way out. Play that worst case, like what is your worst fear inside of you? Play it out with the Lord. Give him all of it, walk it all the way out. Because our fears are all, also always rooted in this life. They're rooted here, except we're going for eternal life. Like, that's what this whole, you know, the whole point of Jesus and everything he's done for us is eternal life. So if we can surrender and really, really, really give him those tough things. I mean, I have had a brutal 10 months. I can honestly tell you if I hadn't spent the last few years on my face, opening up with those around me. I am terrified about letting people in. The world has surely shown me that there's not something here of value and people are, you know, hurtful. And, and, I, and, and I really close in really, really hard. And I started opening up and I'm, I'm still a work in progress. I think I will be this whole entire, you know, this whole entire walk on this earth, I will be. But it's that surrounding priest and that's letting the person next to you in. And it doesn't mean we all get up and have to spew every horrible thing in our lives, except, yeah, in a way we do. Because how are our brothers and sisters going to pray for us? How are our brothers and sisters going to lift us up and encourage us? Like Brentley said, I mean, I came in here, and I, I mean, I've, I've met Sue once, and I've met Brentley once, and it's been beautiful. And I felt loved and supported when I came in and sat in this space, and there's just a connection. Well, that connection is we all love the same Father, your Jesus is my Jesus. And he's calling us to that deeper space, but not to stay hunkered in and not to stay down, to stand up and claim the ground that he paid for us, 
to claim the ground and say, yes, this is awful, but Lord Jesus, I am praying, do not let that seed of bitterness even take root. Don't even let it settle in my heart. Don't, don't even give me the opportunity to get in my own way because I know I will get in my own way. I will shut you down, I will close you out because as much as I know that you love me and you were there and you have me and you show me so beautifully, man, I tell you what, the voice of the world telling me that you, that's not you is super, super loud. And Holy Spirit inside us, sure, it can be loud sometimes. I mean, there's definitely been some times where it's like, hey, no, stop, Amy, right now. <laughs> like, you need to stop. But other times it is, it's that still, small voice. I had a friend uh, Friday who we were talking, and he brought up a beautiful point that was shared with him that when we hear that whisper, it isn't because he's so far away from us. It's because he's so close that he can whisper. And I just thought that was beautiful, and I hadn't fully, I mean, I know I'd heard that in context before, but really hearing that, that in spite of our brokenness, in spite of our families that are hurting and broken and maybe don't see things the same way that we do, in spite of every obstacle that we have, the stories in the Bible aren't just words on a page. They are real, and they weren't for back then, they're for right now. And we have all of these beautiful worship songs that we listen to, and we, and we hear the words, and we do it, but, but do we live that out? Do we walk that out on a daily basis? Do we go, yep, I am going to walk through this fire. I'm going to stand blazing, and the whole entire world is going to come up in a ball around me, except it's not touching me because I know that you're right here with me, and I believe to my core, in my unbelief, when my mind tells me that goodness isn't out there and goodness isn't on the other side of this and there's no way, my heart has that whisper that says, trust me. And sometimes it's so hard because it's such a long, a long game. It's the long ball game of football. <laughs> and and man, if you've ever watched football, my son was a quarterback in high school, and, and I loved watching it, but I loved when he threw the long ball pass. I loved watching that ball spiral through the air and just make it to the end. And when that pass was completed, there was just something inside of me that was so happy because that unknownness of that ball going in the air, is it going to make it? Is the receiver going to catch it? Did he, did, he, did he aim just right? Did their play work out? I don't know all the technical terms on the stuff. I just know as a mother, watching that happen, it was beautiful in that moment. Well, that's the same thing for Jesus. He, he isn't playing. We live moment to moment. But he's projected that long ball. He knows the end of all of it. So he's already excited. And, and we can live in that space too, even when we can't see it. Even when we're up in the air and we're like, I, I can't see any of this. But what I can do is I can give you my yes. I can take that next step in the most uneloquent way I can say, when I feel like Holy Spirit is prompting me or leading me, I have that stirring in my stomach that I just wanna throw up. And that doesn't sound very pretty, except it's real. I get that anxiety and it comes in and, and now all of these years later of him showing me, Amy, this is me, I'm here, I've got this. I will take that step, so now it's kind of funny. He'll, he'll, he'll one-up me pretty, pretty well on that and go, okay, and I'm like, yep, I'm all in for that, yes. 
And sometimes I don't even realize what that yes is until it happens and then he goes back and starts showing all of the ways that he has designed it and lined it up. We carry so much shame, guilt, unforgiveness, judgment inside of us. It kills us. It literally stops us from remotely even having the freedom. And he wants us to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because there's really not much comfortable with stepping into the new thing or sharing that, hey, I really am struggling right now. When somebody is your brother or sister in Christ and they, and they say, hey, how are you doing today? Be brave in that moment and say, yeah, I'm struggling today. I'm not okay right now. Man, this last season has been super, super hard because the cool part when we get to that, when we do that, when we surrender, when we let each other in in those moments is then the next time we get to share just how God showed up and how he redeemed those moments. But if we don't share our, our, our heartaches, if we don't share the things that are holding us back, if we don't let our brothers and sisters come alongside of us and hold our arms up, then we're keeping God from moving through us. We're limiting our limitless God. It's not him, it's us. It's those closed doors in our hearts. It's that I'm kneeling in my physical position, but I'm not truly letting you into the space of my heart, Lord. So he wants us to get uncomfortable. He wants to shake us up. I mean, I don't want to go backwards. There's no going backwards. I don't even want to. And it's been a brutal year. But I think the beauty when you get to those broken places and that desperate place and that I literally have no clue how. And he shows up so amazingly on the other side of it that you're like, when those hard, when those hard things come at you and that storm comes at you, when, when that, that grievance, when that, when that little bitterness comes in there, you know, uh, nope, I don't want that, Lord, I don't want that, Lord. Because you want that, that moment of, of goodness and to be able to proclaim that Jesus is good, God's word is true, and it's for all of us. And there is nothing, there is nothing on this earth that you haven't already been forgiven for. It's already happened. He's already done it. But we are the ones that have to open them in. And it's scary. And it's uncomfortable. And it doesn't feel all great and wonderful when it's happening. It's downright brutal. It's painful. It, 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 it's letting people go. It's letting others in. It's realizing that our brothers and sisters are not our enemies. It's giving grace. There is so much in the world right now that it's scary to say anything. 
It, it, it's scary to have a conversation out loud on, am I gonna be offensive in this? But the thing is, is if we let the Lord speak through us, move through us, we can have some pretty real hard conversations. And I would take that all day long over some fluff, let me tell you. The feel goods, the nice things. No, I wanna be in relationship with people the same way that Jesus wants to be in relationship with me. I want that connection. And he wants that for us. And so when I, when I sat and I looked at all of this, and I said, how does it all tie together, Lord? How does it all tie together? And I really didn't know how, how it was all gonna come out. But it's like, it ties together the blood of Jesus. And it ties together with the freedom that we have when we fully accept his grace inside our hearts. When we truly look at our brothers and sisters through his eyes, through his lens. Because there is no person who has been more broken in body than Jesus. His body was broken for us. His blood was shed for us. So when we think that our stuff is just too much, or we throw that wall up because there's uncomfortableness with a conversation or with a person, or, or what we assume they are, what our lens of the world, because we all look through our own lens, we all experience life. Even sitting in this space, Holy Spirit is speaking to each one of us differently because our life experience is different, our lens is, spirit, our, our lens is different, the way Jesus speaks to us is the same truth, but he ministers to us uniquely and how we need to, to heal the spaces inside of us. And that's where the freedom is. So getting, uncomfort getting comfortable, <laughs> that's a tongue twister, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable is where you will find your freedom in Christ. And there is nothing more beautiful than that. There is nothing more beautiful than to be at that moment where, Lord, I literally can't please take this cup from me. And letting that just break you open. And I just am so thankful for the gift that he's given us and I'm, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to grow and expand and share his love and celebrate all of the victories that come from that. All of the really hard times and go, hey, this is amazing, this is how he comes. I mean, I'm still in awe in celebrating that, you know, he said, Amy, here, you're gonna stand up and do this. And I was terrified. <laughs> I Trust me, this was stepping in, this was uncomfortable, like getting comfortable, Amy, you need to get comfortable and you need to step in. And I, I kept looking at the feedback because I, I kept it pretty quiet and on the down low. And then last, I'm like, why do I do that? He told me forever ago, Amy, every time you keep, me, keep yourself small, you're keeping me small. And that's for all of us. Every time we stuff, we hold in, we keep him small. And boy, that's, that was a lot, an eye-opener for me. And so just remember that. The Lord has more. 
He wants more. He wants to go. When you think you've given him that spot, when it circles back around and he taps on it again, when you feel that little pulling and that little knock, open that door. Don't stand there. Jump into it. Because even if you think it's something you've already dealt with or it's something you've already moved through, well, guess what? As we grow, as we move, as we let him in further, then he'll circle back around and go, yeah, we did this work to the ability you were able to then, but now we're closer. Now I'm, more, I'm, I'm closer in relationship with you, so now I, I want to open this up a little bit more because there's more for you. And there's more for each of us. So going forward, just surrender in a new way. Get uncomfortable. Let him speak to you. And feel that freedom that his word and his truth has given us. Father, I want to thank you for this time today. I want to thank you for all the ways that you speak to us, that you love us, that you're our greatest support. Lord, I believe that today in the worship, in the words, that you have something for each of us. And just continue to call it out in us. Continue to help us to move forward because there's nothing like building that solid foundation, that cornerstone at the beginning, the song at the beginning, and, and building it solid in, in the excitement that comes from that. And we just love you, Jesus, and thank you, and in your name we pray, amen.